Madison's Alternative, 1067 The Resistance, this week for the Disruptor Series. I'm joined by Kat Von D. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Anything that has to do with art, you have your hands in. You've been reality TV star, musical artist, entrepreneur with a very successful makeup brand. You're a writer, one of the most famous tattoo artists in the world. You're a mom. You have so much going on, but now we're really focusing on this music from yeah. you. You're classically trained in piano. Can you fill us in on how you got started in music? Um, yeah, you know, I think a lot of people know me for all those things that you just mentioned, and uh, they don't they don't realize that um, you know my my biggest first and foremost biggest passion is music, and it has always been. Um, you know, my my grandmother, who's a pianist basically classically trained myself and my siblings. Um, I started playing the piano at five and it's just, it's just been a passion until this day. I still play music all the time. Um, I play piano almost every day and, um, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> what is one of your favorite or first memories of your grandma and the piano? Well, you know, I'll tell you, they weren't very good because as a kid, you, you know, you're not appreciative of, what this disciplinary action is and what it will be for in the future. You know, I wanted to go outside and play and just hang out with my friends and be cool, you know, instead of having to practice two hours a day. And now I'm just so grateful for it. Um, you know, I thank my parents all the time. My mom used to have like a timer on my piano and she's like, the timer doesn't start until you start. And I just was like crying through lessons until I actually started learning. And then I just loved it. You know, it, to me, that was a version of video games to me, you know, because we were pretty poor, so we didn't have any, you know, the luxury of having a Sega or a Nintendo or anything. <laughs> but the piano was my form of entertainment. Do you think that you will, probably not a strict discipline with your son, but do you think that you will encourage him to, to go into music? Or are you going to Yeah, yeah I definitely music? will. And I think that, you know, I was lucky in the sense that my family, my parents really nurtured our art. You know, we didn't have a lot of things like a lot of toys and stuff, but we always had pencils and papers and we had like a little crappy piano that worked. And, and so there was always some form of like artistic exercise to be done. And with our son, you know, my husband's a musician as well. So we really immerse him in like the, the world of art. You know, we don't have a television in the house. We have lots of books, you know, art materials, miniature instruments, and he's just naturally responding to it already. So, you know, who knows, maybe he'll grow up and sing a song with me. <laughs> <laughs> Your new album, Love Made Me Do It, comes out in August, August 27th. What made now the best time to release this album? Well, you know, I, I wrote the album so long ago, almost 10 years ago. And like I've said before, it's like life just gets in the way of life. You know, I, I was filming a TV show and then going on several book tours and then launching a makeup line and all these things. And I just kept putting it on the back burner. So, you know, last year when I sold my makeup line, I did it with the intention of really making the time to go on tour. And then obviously, you know, we all got our lives turned upside down and, and everything was put to a halt uh, with the lockdowns and everything. So now is the right time. You know, I mean, I'm just excited to be able to be, you know, alive and able to sing and go out there and, um, and play for people. So, yeah. These songs are kind of influenced by romance, but also have these mentions of like Vampira and the exorcism yeah. of Emily Rose. Yeah. How do you combine these elements of horror with <laughs> romance? Well, you know, I think there's, you know, there's been, I mean, ages of songs where there, where a writer will make the correlation between, 
um, something negative and love, you know, whether it's drugs or addiction or, um, or death. And uh, to me, I always felt like I've always been fascinated with exorcisms and, and just because they've been so prevalent for so long in every different culture. And um, just this idea of being possessed, whether it's a demonic possession in, in, in my case, it was uh, you know, I'm referring to love and losing yourself in somebody, you know, like losing control. So it just, made it easier to, uh, you know, make that connection, <laughs> but not all my songs are about horror. Of course, they all, they are mainly about love though. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. The inspiration was, a uh, an old flame of yours and you yeah. now say that they are about your cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just joke around about it because, uh, you know, obviously I'm happily married now and I, you know, don't really think about that person anymore, but, you know, I think that's the beautiful thing about music. It's like tattoos, you know, like they're just little landmarks in time and you, you celebrate those moments when they happen and you process those feelings, whether it's through songwriting or, you know, art and, um, and then you can move forward. So I think my feelings back then were still valid. I still feel them when I, when I sing the songs, but I'm just not that same person anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you brought up like music and tattoos because they're both kind of you putting your imprint on somebody else. Yeah. What's yeah. scarier, like being that vulnerable with your own feelings or having to try to perfect somebody else's feelings for them? Well, I mean, none, none of those are scary for me. I think those are, that's what makes us human, you know, like the ability to connect. And I know not a tattooer is in align with how I like to tattoo, but I, I feel like the, the client and artist connection is so like meaningful and important I mean, it's the reason that tattooing is so magical. And I think with music, it's it, the same too. You know, I was talking to a, a musician friend of mine the other day and, you know, I was like, you know, so many people have walked down the aisle to your songs. You know, you've become a part of uh, people's soundtrack of their lives. And that's that's pretty amazing. I know for me, there's songs that are in my soundtrack to my life that I just can't imagine living without. So, um, you know, if, I think if you can spread some of that into the universe. It's a beautiful thing. Well, and your influences, your soundtrack would be so broad. You have yeah. classical influence and piano. Yeah. And you're a fan of metal and punk yeah. music. How do you decide on a sound for your songs or do the songs kind of tell you? I think there's there's definitely sounds that I gravitate towards that I love. And, um, you know, when I'm, I'm speaking about like analog synthesizer sounds, but, you know, a majority of my songs I wrote on piano is just stripped down versions of chords and a few I wrote on guitar, but I'm not a very good guitar player. So I don't really tend to gravitate towards that, towards playing guitar. But yeah, so I think, um, you know, you get like the skeleton and then build on that. And as far as the building of the sounds, I like to do that with my band because, you know, we have such a collaborative experience doing that together. And I think that like so many great ideas come from from those collaborations. Can you tell us a little bit more about your band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, lo I love my band. We're like a, a little carny family, you know? I, I do have a contortionist in my band, uh, Bryn Rout, who's amazing. And she's a, like a, a true athlete. You know, the things that she does are just sometimes in you can't even comprehend them. It's part of the, the visual representation of the sound, which I think is really important. And then um, Sammy Dahl was the first person that I basically recruited and I met her when I was on tour with IMX and I had played her a, a really rough demo of exorcism and she loved it. And she just said, Hey, you ever want to want me to help out with some synths? And so I was like, of course, I'd love that. She's such a firecracker on stage. And, you know, I really love her, her musical background as well. 
And then later on, I met uh, Greg Foreman, who's synth player number two. And uh, he comes from the world of like, well, he played with Cat Powers and, and the gossip. And um, we kind of come from the same musical upbringing, you know, where we play piano and not as computer heavy, you know, I don't really know technology that well. <laughs> and then Dave Parlay, he, he, he's our drummer and he also does the beats for my husband's band prayers. And so, um, you know, he's the Latin lover of the band. So <laughs> we love Dave. <laughs> Would you ever think of either incorporating your husband into your band or starting a new band with well, him? You know, we are planning on touring together, you know, that way we can take our son with us on the road. And so uh, I love that. I've sang on, on a song of his uh, for his album. And, you know, because these songs were written so long ago, I think when I start writing uh, or finishing up album number two, I would love to, to collaborate with him on something as well. Already thinking about album number two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so do you feel relief now that the album is finished and set for release? Or do you feel pressure to like get... Oh, started? no, I'm completely excited. You know, I've lived with these songs for so long and I just can't wait to share them with everybody. And I, I, I'm curious to see what songs people respond to. You've also directed the music video for Exorcism, which is a really... I think a great example of, of everybody's personality in the band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's totally. really good to see the contortionist for sure. Yeah. Like, wow, what's going on there? Yeah. Do you intend to direct most of your music videos? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, we, we just released our latest video for enough and that was directed by Franz Zoni. He's like an amazing photographer. And, and, you know, I think when I collaborate with certain directors, I definitely want to let them do what they do because that's when I think the best art comes from, but then, um, for the, our final single that releases before the album, it's called fear you. I directed and wrote that one as well. And, and yeah, I mean, I, like I've told you before, I, I'm a micromanager. I like control. So it's like, the directing part aspect of it. It's not so much the credit. I don't really care about that. It's just, I just like things to be a certain way. So that's always very exciting to me. Well, when you write the songs and they come from such a personal place, I feel like, I mean, obviously I don't have that power, but I almost feel like there would already be a music video in your head. Yeah. Like yeah, totally. I mean, I think, yeah. I think storytelling comes naturally once you've spent so much time, you know, building a song. Yeah. You're an artist in all forms of art. So how do you divide your time between all the facets? Do you wake up in the morning and say, okay, today is going to be paint or today is going to be writing or today. Is yeah. Be I mean, that's today. pretty much how you have to do it. I think when you have a kid, that's, you have to compartmentalize and schedule, um, you know, before having my son, I could do whatever I want, whenever I wanted. And now it's like, okay, well, from nine to five is basically what I allot every day to work. And then after five o'clock, it's family time where, you know, turn the phones off and just spend dedicated quality time with my son. And yeah, you know, everything is scheduled, even my social time, you know, like if my mom wants to come out, like we schedule it ahead of time so that, you know, I can make sure I'm not, you know, out of town or doing interviews and stuff or working in some other facet. So yeah, I mean, it's, I guess that's part of growing up, <laughs> you know, I like structure and I thrive in it. So, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Are there ever days where it feels like work when you're like, okay, I have to do this now? Yeah. I, I mean, all the time. I think, you know, it would be a dream to be able to just to play all day, you know, but, you know, you know, with, with the play comes work and, um, you know, it's just a balance, but I don't mind it. I, I'm, I like being productive. So what's next for you? Do you have plans to tour or is everything kind yeah. of going down now? Yeah, we're, we're actually, we're going to have a record release party on the 27th when the album comes out. And I think we're going to perform maybe four songs. This is, this will just be for like a tight group of friends and, um, and our fellow artists and stuff. 
But after that, we launch our, our first warm-up shows, uh, four shows in on the on the West Coast, and then we'll start routing um, for the U.S. tour in February. So pretty excited about that. You also bought a new house that you're fixing up. How is yeah. that going to work into your tour plan? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I bought a house in a very small town in Indiana that I'm really excited about. It's an old Victorian house that I'm renovating. So it'll be a little while before we move out there. But um, I mean, I'm sure we're going to end up playing Indianapolis. So I was like, maybe we could take a little detour and play a secret show at, in, in my little tiny town, you know? <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Have a backyard party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why Indiana? You know, I just, I feel like uh, we've lived in Hollywood all of our lives. And um, there's my husband. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know, we've lived in Hollywood. Nice uh, to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. <laughs> we've lived in Hollywood, like, a you know, majority of our life. And I think it's just now having a kid, we just don't really want to, we just want to give him a chance to have, like, a sense of normalcy and be around nature. And, you know, I, in within the small town, I really love, like, the values that you know our neighbors have you know it's like everybody's very working class and they love their family and um they just seem to have things more in line with how how we feel and so you know i think to us it's very appealing you know and uh, i think when we first got the house people were confused like why i would want to move there but it's like oh you guys don't know how good you have it you know it's like i love there's no billboards there there's no you know just craziness it's just it's very um very mellow and, and and slowed down you know yeah yeah do you feel like you yourself are starting to slow down or do you feel like no 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 I just think I'm just not as I'm not inspired by the city life or by California life you know as I was maybe when I was younger yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> We do a radiothon here to raise money, food, and supplies for local animal rescues and shelters. Yeah. And I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about your pets and how much they Yeah, need. of course. Well, I have, everybody knows that I'm a crazy cat lady. Um, I'm very proud of it. Uh, we have three cats. Uh, they're hairless cats. One of them is named Nietzsche. The other one is Poe and then Calaca, which means um, skull or skeleton in Spanish. And, um, but we also just adopted um three little ducks or, well, they're not little anymore because they grow so fast. And so, um, so we're kind of like in duck world right now. I'm like obsessed with ducks. They're like the sweetest, cutest things on the planet. <laughs> have they grown out of the, the little house that you had? Oh yeah. Well, we built them a little house that like looks like a replica of our house, but a miniature version and they love it. They, that's like a little mansion for them. They love it. <laughs> Well, it's perfect. They need to stay out of the sun a little bit. It's yeah. so hot there right now. I know. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Of course. Today, Kat. We are going yeah. to check out I Am Nothing by Kat Von D right now on The Resistance.